0: Bottom line, should it be free? At four-year level, yeah. I don't see why we can't make it free or more affordable because it's not gonna take away from what it is. It's not gonna take that work away. You're yeah. gonna have to put in the work regardless. And that's oh, why my sure. son, my 12-year-old was like, nope, they gotta pay for it. They gotta earn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it like, I mean, I get thing, it. I get thing, it there. right
0: Like we're ruthless out here today, I guess.
1: What's up, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Super Deep Podcast. Yes, if you guys have been watching my podcast or our podcast for a while now, I've kind of adjusted the name. It's called the Super Deep Podcast now, and um, for reasons, I don't know, I just changed it because it just made more sense. So we're going to run with it, and I hope you guys like it. So yeah, welcome to the Super Deep Podcast. My name is Star Sua. I'm your host. Unfortunately, my co-host couldn't make us today. She was feeling a little bit under the weather, but we are here for season three almost said, almost did this season three, (laughs) new season on the podcast. Um, you know, we're going to have brand new guests, uh, you know, throughout the episodes, sometimes it will just be me and my co-hosts. And, uh, you know, like we always do, we dive deep into different topics, different subjects. And this episode, the first episode for season three is going to be a special one. Uh, we talk about school. Oh, before you guys, before you guys be like, oh man, school, trust me, it's very interesting. So stay tuned um again if you guys are on youtube make sure you like this video subscribe to the channel and hit that notification button so that you don't miss any episode which airs every wednesday don't forget that if you guys are on spotify thank you guys so much please follow the podcast rate the show please out of five stars but whatever you guys want to rate it that's totally fine but appreciate you guys thank you guys for watching hope you guys enjoy the show without further ado we are going to bring in a guest she is one of my friends her name is jessica Griner. And uh, she is a university uh, counselor, if, if I if I'm mistaken, if I didn't if yeah. I got that right, no, yes,
0: yeah, yeah, okay. university counselor. So university counselor, kind of like a career counselor for higher education.
1: Sounds good. Well, you know, welcome in our very first guest uh, for the new season. Hope uh, you've been having uh, you had a great weekend, you know, with the holidays and all that stuff. So, um, you excited for the show? I am
0: a little nervous, excited, feel a little honored to be the first of the episode three. Sad that we're missing our co-host today. I hope she feels better. I appreciate Maybe I'll we'll have to come back on and meet her some other time.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So without further ado, guys, we're gonna get it started. So the first thing, you know, Jessica, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, you know, if you have a family and or whatnot, whatever you wanna share.
0: Uh born and raised in New York. Um living out here in Phoenix, Arizona right now. So dealing with this heat. So if you see me chugging my water, I already told star like it's just a necessity here. Okay. <laughs> um ben, I have a twenty-two year old um and a twelve year old and then my husband and I have been together since I was fourteen, so a long time.
1: Other than the uh, you know, being a university counselor, was there anything Was that what you wanted to do growing up or was there like something else that you really (laughs) wanted to do?
0: No, nope. Um, I think the first thing I can remember is uh, I wanted to be an archeologist. I loved running around the woods. Uh, I lived on the lakes of say New York. My dad's um, Seneca, Native Indian. So we grew up there in the Finger Lakes area. And um, I just love being in the woods. I love finding fossils. I love doing all that. And then- my parents said i'm good at arguing so recommended me being a lawyer read about that i was like ah yeah I could do that and then i think third or fourth grade i learned about martin luther king jr which i don't know why we don't teach kids stuff like that younger but anyways it's a whole another topic but wanted to be him um i <laughs> wanted to make a difference in this world um but yeah I, get, I think i get to do that on a day-to-day basis just on a much much smaller platform
1: <laughs> no we all right No, we all yep. wish we were you know big influencers, especially you know ML, um, mlk right
0: yeah
1: uh well, so are you you were talking about uh um uh, you know you like fossils and all that stuff it was like what was the, the oldest or coolest you know fossil thing you found or if you ever found any
0: oh gosh i still have a jar of them downstairs i made my kids <laughs> go like a couple summers ago we were back up in new york i made them go walk the lake with me and find like all these little uh lakeshore fossils so like plants from the lakes up there um arrowheads still find them not very common now um but when i was a kid they seemed to be around all over the place up there so yeah uh,
1: you find any animals or anything
0: no but not far from where i lived um in cashon creek which was actually part a sacral area for the natives there um they found a pterodactyl fossil there so there's a lot of pretty cool stuff there yeah east coast is rich in history i miss that
1: that's crazy a freaking pterodactyl
0: Mm. i was
1: thinking more of like a not even not even dinosaur era. like i was thinking more like closer to our era but that's crazy Yeah, i mean i guess the
0: arrowheads yeah some broken pottery and stuff like that
1: (laughs) well um you know now that the viewers the millions of viewers got to know (laughs) (laughs) got to know a little bit about you you know again i appreciate you coming on the show um before we dive deep Before we dive deep into the whole school thing, school systems, you know, you guys probably have a little bit of an idea of what we're going to talk about. Um, But how we're going to do it is we're going to gonna—I have a a few prompts and, you know, me and Jessica are either going to agree or disagree to it and then we're going to talk about it. So, and then if you guys, you know, want to participate in the conversation, you know, feel free to comment down below what your guys' thoughts are. And, um, yeah, we're going to get it going. So, we are going to move on into... The very first thing that we're going to do as uh, we do with every guest on a podcast. And uh, we're going to go with questions roulette and you guys already know what time it is. So basically it's kind of like fast money on family feud, right? And, uh, you know, I have 10 questions and in under a minute, Jessica's going to try and answer them as best as possible, you know, to her best knowledge. Uh, well, it's not like a right or wrong answer, right? It's, it's more of an opinionated thing. So you ready for this, Jessica? Always. All right. So, first question: What is your favorite food?
0: Oh God, pasta. <laughs> pasta. pasta.
1: Yeah. Um, would you rather live in the heat or the cold?
0: Oh, it's so tough. Like I looked this up. I researched this. The Mediterranean. That's where I want to live. Like that climate, perfect.
1: Perfect. Don't wanna be hot. All right. Coke or Pepsi?
0: Oh, Pepsi.
1: Pepsi. Star Wars or Star Trek?
0: Star Wars
1: all day i don't i don't know why that's a question yeah. but anyways it's a question <laughs> what is uh your favorite superhero or villain
0: God. i mean i love wonder woman i wanted to be wonder woman but i think i might be like you know soul sister with her but yeah <laughs> um yeah it's hard villains are so conflicted though and so, and so yeah so wonder woman it question. is
1: all right so would you rather be lost in the middle of the desert or lost in the middle of the ocean <gasps>
0: oh man i'm gonna have to go with desert on that one i'm terrified of like rogue waves and things like that nope <laughs> all,
1: right. all right best actor of all time
0: all time i mean betty white is awesome like can we get it for her she's very versatile but she's a comedian so i don't know yeah. like i like comedy so
1: oh, that's a good choice for sure yeah all right next one in and out or whataburger
0: in and out all day
1: lord of the rings or harry potter harry
0: potter i don't even know anything on lord of the rings
1: <laughs> Ooh, whoever is lord of the ring fan, don't don't bash her uh what's your favorite song
0: oh i have so many um it changes on my mood i literally can't pick one favorite song like i've seen you ask this question a million times i literally <laughs> have thought about this and i just can't um my favorite song right now currently that i've been listening to a lot is uh the last month is you guys actually talked about it and i think you and i talked about it it was bread i've been listening to um bread um because i lost my mom so listening to um god i can't draw a blank like i'm all nervous on here (laughs)
1: it's all good no worries Uh, so we got a we got one more question uh who is your favorite podcaster oh we ran out of time
0: oh (laughs) you of course
1: well that was uh that was the ten questions, the last one uh, is just a joke, but anyways, you know the i was um I saw this question the one I asked you with the middle of the desert or middle of the ocean, and that one was a pretty heated, not heated, but like a pretty long conversation with me and my coworkers and half of us went with ocean, the other half went with desert, and my whole thing was like at least in a desert, you can like there's a better chance of finding drinkable water
0: survival and not dying of a rogue wave yeah i mean how are you gonna purify water exactly out
1: the ocean? i mean you could you could you could like when when if you're in the middle of the ocean you could fish and get food and stuff like that but you need water to survive actually you know what i mean yeah so at least with the desert i mean i get it you know there's no water in a desert but at least you eventually you will, will find it compared to the ocean you will never find fresh water
0: <laughs> right i'm going in the ocean is not where i would go because i watched this episode on rogue waves back i mean when was that poseidon movie or whatever that was that came out with I think the
1: like early 2000s i think
0: oh gosh that makes me feel so old but yeah <laughs> back when that was out um first they did a thing on discovery about rogue waves and how like that could actually be a reality and it's happening with more and more frequency and i'm just
1: like nope nope, nope. <laughs> i'm i'm afraid of the deep ocean anyway i mean i know i live in hawaii and to say that i'm afraid of the water that's pretty weird but I had a bad experience so anyways
0: pretty smart if you ask me
1: <laughs> um the in and out and whataburger i was surprised it was like a clean answer in and out all day yeah all day do you it's... not do you not like a whataburger at all
0: no no Really? I had a bad experience. Oh, I had a bad okay, experience. Like, there, uh, the one, it used to be on 59th and Bell, like, back in the day. That Whataburger there, um, Bell Road and 59th Avenue. If you live in Phoenix, you know what I'm talking about. Place <laughs> got shut down, had bad health ratings, like, didn't know. Ate there, got sick. Never again.
1: <laughs> and that was probably way before I moved here then.
0: <laughs> yeah, I moved out here in 03.
1: Because they, cause they put a Whataburger out by us, actually, um, on Waddell and the 303.
0: Oh, okay. And um,
1: I we we go there not all the time, but we go there from time to time. And shoot, there over there is pretty good. I've tried water burgers at other places, and I will tell this to people like, like when you when you eat at like different franchises or whatever. Like it all depends on whoever the cook is at that specific location. For sure. Cause in like, and
0: out consistent though. But, like it, is, it is. Yeah, yeah. And they haven't raised their prices. or keeping it real.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. Like um, one of my friends. Uh, I don't know if he's gonna be watching this episode, but he is like, he 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 keeps telling me like, I'm not gonna be your friend anymore if you keep saying this. And I always tell him that one of the best burgers I've ever had was at this place uh, uh on the on Bell and the three hundred three, um Denny's over there.
0: Oh okay.
1: <laughs> and he's like, bro you you're kidding me bro like he didn't want to talk to me i was like bro trust me i think it's just whoever's the cook <laughs> is over there he's just an amazing cook <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah so questions related. that was a great one you know good answers and um we are going to dive into the very first prompt of the main part of this podcast and we're gonna be diving into school again ladies and gentlemen and uh uh, once again, yeah, if you guys have your opinions about any of these prompts, go ahead and comment in down below. I would like to know. Um, and, and if you guys have any questions or any other uh, prompts that you guys would like for this podcast to talk about on the, on whichever episode, yeah, go ahead and you know, we'll, we'll give you some credit, you know, we'll be like, all right, this uh, prompt was from so-and-so and yeah, there you go. So the first prompt is schools should mandate that all students be required to take financial literacy course prior to graduating
0: you know i was i was thinking about that and mandating it i think it's a good idea but i i just hate the word mandating i just i don't know if it's just a rebel in me i just don't like being told <laughs> what to do for anything by anyone but i think it's a good idea that we educate our kids and everybody financially i mean not everybody was that book about uh rich kids dads or something like that or you know what i'm talking about rich, rich like, dad poor dad yeah, and it's just, it's really true. Like, if you aren't brought up in that where financials are a big part of your life and you're talking about it all the time, you're not going to have the education because some kids don't even know how to open a checking account or fill out a W nine or basic things that you're going to need to enter the workforce in. And yeah, exactly. Everyday life stuff. So, yeah, like exactly. I think it's a good idea. What do you think?
1: I mean, what are, it's uh... are
0: we agreeing?
1: i mean no no we definitely agree you know but as far as like the word mandate you know probably it is it is a pretty strong word you know what i mean um but incorporating it into the school's curriculum you know that you know definitely right you know and it's uh i'm sure you can agree and i know a lot of people that you know millennials and you know even even uh who's the gen before us gen x Gen, X, um, Gen yeah. X and, you know, a lot of the older people that are obviously not in school anymore, they they all said the, would say the same thing. You know, we wish we had some kind of financial literacy class or course or whatever to help us for the real, uh, real world. Because essentially mm-hmm. that's what education is, right? Preparing them for the real world.
0: Yeah, I think we've gotten away from that a lot. Like if you look at yeah. the high school curriculum from... All right. So I'm born in the early 80s and you look at from when I started school to my graduation and then you look at I have a 22 year old. His was completely unrecognizable to me because, I mean, I went to school in New York. He went out to school here in Arizona. Totally different. I think we were dead last or 48th in education for a while out here in Arizona. Wow. Oop, oop. Yeah, <laughs> we were not ranked well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh But it's totally different, and uh, my mom, even talking to her, like, they did home economics, they did shop class, technology class, um, and even then, like, she felt like her education was still lacking a lot of things, like, they didn't do, um, like, what I do for my job, they didn't do career counseling, um, college counseling post- um school counseling like if you want to go to a trade or if you want to get into a job they didn't do all that even at her generation I feel like at high school level we should be offering those things like offering them resume help offering them job training or you know if you want to go to secondary college and what you want to do and how you get there like yeah. I talk to so many people on a day-to-day basis that don't even have any idea of what they really want to do or how to get there
1: Yeah for sure um it's uh, it's definitely a, a a tough topic, you know, because you know a lot of people have their own opinions, and you know a lot of a lot of school programs or a lot of states do you know offer some of these things that you brought up, but yeah. it's haven't like haven't gone away completely, yeah, haven't gone away completely, but it's 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 like I don't know, it's like the 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 I don't know what it is, but you might probably might know more, but maybe the the government just don't see that. In in their eyes, it might not be the best fit, but in as far as like us actually, you know, going through it in, in that time, we feel like we needed it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't really know. I hear a lot of it about funding. Um, you know, we're looking at teachers pay. We're looking at even art classes. We're even talking about being cut from schools here not too long ago. They didn't even want to raise the income tax or the sales tax like uh, a penny, a That's penny crazy. for a dollar just to afford those. And like, yeah. My kid got a tax. He was, in, he was 14, 15. He, never, he looks older than what he is, and he was big basketball players, tall, had facial hair. Some older gentleman was sitting outside the rec center where I dropped him off, and I see, I'm see sitting there, and I see this guy going off on my kid. I get out of the car, and I'm like, hey, are we good here, guys? And he's like, oh, well, you want him to sign this petition against raising the taxes? I was like, first of all, he's not, he's not even of voting age
1: yeah. second
0: them off do you live here full-time sir because that's another thing not everybody even lives here full-time yeah do you like the value of your property taxes do you want good schools in your district like mm-hmm. come on now.
1: Right. so that's a, a, a
0: whole big thing yeah a Whole big thing don't
1: don't get me going on thing. the government <laughs> they don't they don't understand
0: they don't understand what it's like to be people i don't think they, they've completely they have zero perspective of what it's like for you and i or in other people in our day-to-day lives
1: well i think it's i think it's more of. Kind of like your 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 i don't know your your typical success story where you know most people not saying all people but most people kind of forget where they came from you know what i mean and because essentially the government is you know they're just regular people who were at some point in our shoes or you know what i mean and you know they made it up there and you know now now Several
0: Obamas, you see them like about that they brought back that working thing on Netflix, like come on, they're keeping it real, yeah, um, but I think a lot of them are just a lot older and really came from money already,
1: yeah, yeah, a lot I mean,
0: of them a majority of them, I think we'd have to run some statistics on that, but i'm I'm willing to bet
1: yeah, I got you, I got you so you brought up you brought up some uh um some good uh, uh things to, uh, a little earlier, what you said, uh which kind of leads me to the the next prompt um should homec? Ec- woodshop and you know those type of classes etc be brought back into the high school curriculum
0: for sure no doubt about it because i mean like we said i don't think they've gone away completely but they definitely have fallen off there's not i don't think my kid's school offered that um i think economics was required but it in middle school who wants to give that information to middle schoolers that kid came home with anxiety was like i have to get a mortgage i have to pay interest rates like he was not okay with that in middle school <laughs> his kid was like nope moving in the basement staying there forever mom (laughs) oh man but yeah i think we should be helping people be ready to enter the workforce not everybody is wanting college not everybody's wanting to move uh, and not everybody needs it not everybody needs to go to college to you know and we're look at what we're coming into now with all the um boomers you know going retiring like we're coming into that where they're retiring and we're losing a lot of people in the trades yeah and we don't have anybody to fill those positions
1: yeah for sure and you know people are not uh not too much people are educated on the trades the trade schools and all that stuff Mm -hmm. like if if you really do your research and i did a little bit of research i'm sure you know too a lot of uh you know trades uh uh the trades you know one day pay for your school schooling, you know, to teach you on the, on the job training, you know, exactly how to do their specific job. And they teach you specifically what you need to know for the specific job. You know what I mean? At the same time, you're not like in debt.
0: A lot of them, you know, they call them apprenticeships. And I think you and I were talking about this, you know, the other day, like I really feel like they should bring back apprenticeships, like for a lot of things, like, Either you got it or you don't, man. Like, you can go ahead. What do you there's a joke? I worked in the medical field for so long. What do they call the person who graduated last of his class for his doctor? Doctor. Like, he, he could still be a doctor, but not be good yeah. at it. <laughs> like, yeah. And it might be because that was, you know, his family's thing. Like we talked about, you know, coming from money. Mom's a doctor, dad's a doctor. He was supposed to be a doctor, but maybe he wasn't supposed to be.
1: <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's um. The crazy thing, man, we, I mean, we, we talked about it before, you know, as far as like educating these, these high schoolers, you know, as they step into their adulthood, their adult life, you know, telling them that like, I mean, it's, it's kind of tough because, you know, us millennials, especially in the millennial generation, you know, it was, it was all about going to college. I don't know. I don't know what it was. If, if you guys know, you know, kind of let me know in the comments or just, you can tell me what it actually was. Cause from what I heard, there was some kind of, I guess, whatever thought in the air going around that like, we're supposed to go to college and yeah, you know what I mean? (laughs) And that was like Uh, win or lose thing type of type of deal. Right. It's, it's, I think it's up to us or, you know, the people now, whatever, to, to educate our younger ones, to, to tell them that like, that's not the only option and for them to, you know, figure out what they kind of want to do as they're in that, as they're in that transition of, you know, being a teen to an adult, you know, stepping into that, you know, adult life. Right. You guys understand. they they deserve to know all their options instead of just, this is what the success is. That's where you got to go. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
0: because, all right. So we were talking about that, uh, you know, that thought bubble that was driven in it was literally driven into us. I don't know if it was, I think it was at a micro and a macro level. I swear. I swear I was getting it from school, from my parents, yep. from everybody. You go to college, get your four-year degree. You're good to go. You're going to be successful. Yeah. I mean, how many of us feel like we were robbed and lied to over that one? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I do. Like, I, 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 I did everything right, and I still, I still, am starting my whole life all over again at almost forty. Like, I just, I'm having to restructure everything because I, I mean, did everything big, right.
1: The, I think, the, I think the biggest thing was not knowing the the financial part. I yeah, mean, no. we we understood getting the education and and. You know, maybe becoming the doctor or, or an astronaut or whatever or build, you know, build buildings and the architects or whatever, right? You know, that's yeah. We...
0: Licensure things. That, yeah, yeah, for exactly. sure. I'm not I'm not bashing education at all. Like I love education, I love books. Um, but yeah, there are different pathways and there's definitely more options and I don't think it's right. Um at eighteen, when you haven't had the opportunity like we talked about in high school to explore all your options, you haven't got to take shop class yet. of these schools aren't offering art class or only as electives they're not even you know regular everyday classes like we used to have back in the day um i mean i am thankful for my school system i went through in new york i I did square dancing i took second language for six years i got to do all kinds of different stuff and it was required that we had to pick from these electives every semester starting in sixth grade and I'm grateful for that because I got to try so many different things
1: right um
0: right. to try to figure out where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do and Square um, dancing oh, it was fine <laughs> i was I, I hated it, I was so embarrassed. it was middle school, you know how it is in middle school, like, I don't want to dance yeah. with nobody. this is lame, and I was from the nineties hip hop era, and I was like, oh this, I'm not listening to this country stuff like yeah. no
1: <laughs> so I mean so with the um with the whole school thing, you know with those type of classes or extra you know art or dance class or whatever like you know my my high school you know i'm sure a lot of high schools do this too right i mean they, they, i think they're kind of doing some of those i guess classes that maybe should be an actual class in the curriculum as clubs but the problem yeah. with having it as a club it's optional and you know maybe the kid they're not going to whoever the kid is they they like say they don't know if they really want to do it but they won't know until they actually do it you know but if they did that like made it I don't want to say mandate, right. If they made it like an actual class, you know what I mean? Then, and they're already in it and then they have to participate or learn whatever they might spark an interest. Who knows? But at least, at least I was given a shot. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, give them like, give them at least like a half a semester. Like, okay, I see maybe not doing a full semester, like of that whole class, but something like that. Maybe do a half a semester of square dancing, half a semester, learning how to write music or half a semester of fine art. And then, a another half a semester of shop class or technology class yep. or something give them, give them something. Cause I was reading why like schools were fighting over doing home economics and not calling it home economics because it was uh, gender specific. It was taking away opportunity and rights for women and things like that. And
1: um, really,
0: oh yeah. I read an article about that when I was looking, I was boning up on my research for well, it how, this podcast.
1: Does, So my question is how does, how does that, Take away women's rights, home economics.
0: Dude, I don't know, because honestly, like the way I live today, I I'm telling you, I would love, I would, I think I would have been happy as a 1950s housewife. I'm not even lying. Like I think I would have loved that, but I'd I would not with the freedoms I have today. Like I would love to be a 1950s housewife and be able to go out and volunteer or voice my opinion and
1: right.
0: you know not be looked as defective for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just don't understand like how like what negative part can come out of teaching somebody home economics like
0: no 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 like I teach my kids how to cook I teach my kids how to shop I teach my kids all that stuff because they're not you know it's my job as a parent to educate my children to be successful and explore all their interests as much as possible my 12 year old wants to spend this summer learning a new dish every right. every day he wants me to teach him a new dish every day how to cook how to shop
1: how well, to that's good for it What's up, all you podcast lovers? I just want to take a break and tell you guys a little bit about Roots Global Entertainment. These guys are all about the streaming, gaming, and creating some awesome content that will keep you entertained for hours on end. With Roots in Hawaii, they've got a unique perspective on the world of entertainment that's sure to keep you engaged. And if you're looking for more ways to keep up with their latest releases, their latest posts, or whatever it may be, check out their website at rootsglobalentertainment.com. Whether you're into gaming, streaming, or just love content, great content, Roots Global Entertainment has got you covered and let's get back to the podcast so but, so I, I know i know this is not on a prompt so do you think homeschooling would be better then because then you can you have the freedom to teach your kids you know as like a uh elective curriculum. you know what i mean
0: i mean a lot of people are going that way a lot of people are going towards homeschooling but you know then i feel like i'm taking away from some of that social aspect and some of those uncomfortable situations like square dancing in middle school that Everybody should have to do. Like everybody should have to be flat out embarrassed at some point in their own lives, and know how to get through it, and know how to function through these things. Like you're taking away a lot of key um socialization stuff too that way. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. There's no right or wrong for any one person. I can't say that it's right. I don't think it's right for my kid. I tried homeschooling and online schooling with this whole COVID thing, and man, if he wasn't in the gifted classes, he'd he'd be out on his right now because he he was lucky he was two years ahead in school because now he's right where he's supposed to be because he only did art music and gym and i couldn't be on him all day i'm working like you know i relied on the teachers to teach and then you know check his homework and i don't know i grew up in before computers and stuff like that i didn't have a cell phone until i was in my 20s we're in that sandwich generation you know Mm -hmm. so i'm not good with all this my son helped me set all this up (laughs) <laughs> and so he'd show me like yeah look i did my work and i'm like yeah but your teacher's saying <laughs> <laughs> so we had to play him back in regular school in january halfway through this last year and uh, he's happier he's you know doing well he went to his first middle school dance like i don't know I think that's him. always fun
1: yeah. it's 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 uh i mean yeah you know there's always you know good perks to do homeschooling but there's always You know the pros and cons, right, for homeschooling, and pros and cons for public schooling or private schooling, whatever. But the thing, like exactly what you said, you know, the thing that homeschooling lacks is the the sociability behind it. You know, because these kids, you know, these kids, they they need friends, they need you know to be social, to kind of get out there and and kind of find you know who they are as a person through other people, right? Because they're not gonna, you know, you you could teach them everything that you want at home. But how are they going to practice that if they're just at home, right? Right. So. I mean,
0: it's our job. I mean, we're talking about the education, and then you're kind of getting in like it would be a different topic. Like, yeah, yeah. How much Sorry. is the education supposed to be like? No, it's fine. I get it. I do this all the time. Um, but I get it. Like, how much is that supposed to me as a parent that I'm supposed to be prepping them, and how much is it the education system is supposed to be working towards yeah. and prepping and supporting? If they're neither one's mutually exclusive of the other, but right. yeah.
1: All right, so let's go into the the next prompt. Um, all schools should have a uniform.
0: The school I put my kid in has uniforms. I'm telling you, as a parent, I love this. I love this. I'm not <laughs> having to go out and buy him the Yeezys or what was this? He wanted like these Jordan Fours or something like that, like four hundred dollars shoes. Like sure, <laughs> kid. I mean, I'll get you. I'll get you.
1: I and mean, like, I but, you know, I agree with you, but it's but it's more of like. I guess it depends on what the uniform is you know I don't want yeah. it to be way too overboard you know something super simple to where they are unified and khakis,
0: or something. yeah
1: yeah for sure and and my my whole thing behind it is the only reason why I would like most actually all schools to have uniforms is just so that the public knows that these are you know little kids and they kind of have an idea where they're supposed to be if they're on the street walking they're like hey, this kid's supposed to be going to school you know what I mean compared yeah, that's to like point. yeah compared to like if Let's say, you know, I'm not trying to um um put anybody out there, but let's just say a kid, you know, no matter what race, you know, they're, they're in street clothes and however they want to dress, you know, maybe a police officer comes down and they might, you know, get the wrong impression of this kid because he might, they might think he's in the streets, you know, but he's actually yeah. a middle schooler. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, he just cut school. I mean, none of us ever did that. I swear.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know <laughs>
0: But, uh, I mean, it's rite of passage. We (laughs) got to (laughs) socialize. But, um, yeah, no, like, I I didn't even look at that that way. Sorry. like, that's a great viewpoint because, I mean, if you're, you know, you're putting on that uniform and letting everybody know, hey, I'm a student, that's a good idea. It's like. Putting on that scrub, putting on your scrubs, like, hey, I'm a nurse. Hey, I'm a doctor. Like, you know, letting everybody know who you are and what you are and what your standing is. But then I was looking at it more like the equalizer in school.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, for sure.
0: And then cost effective. Like as a parent, it's so much cheaper to buy those uniforms than it is Mm -hmm. to have to buy, like, all his Champion or Mitchell and Ness shorts or all, you know, you know. And like they start that early, 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 early. Like I'm talking like second grade. These kids. Well, like my oldest, especially
1: now because of social media. Yeah,
0: yeah. dude, my first name brand I didn't get till I was like sixth, seventh grade, and it was like some thirty dollars Reebok, man. <laughs> <And> I... <laughs> but yeah,
1: that's what it was, <laughs> you know. Back back in our days, it was uh it was just Nike, Reebok, Adidas. That was like the biggest Felas, Fila's, Fila's. I forgot yeah. about Fila's. I think kind of. I think Puma started to come around a little bit as we got older, but
0: yeah, I was running track. I had to get my Pumas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wore uh, I wore Pumas for uh, about Pumas uh, football cleats, and I wore Pumas yep. for
0: probably yeah,
1: my yeah for my whole. Well, it was weird because it was uh it was it was actually soccer cleats, and I was wearing them playing football. <laughs> eh. Not your as long ideal. As not
0: calling you on the turf, you know what I mean. As long yeah. as you're not messing up the turf, that's their big deal about
1: it no but yeah I, I you know we we both agree and i'm sure our um my, my co-host kaleo she would probably agree that you know uniforms is i don't want to say necessity but it definitely would help out in a lot of different aspects as we brought up so
0: yeah
1: i'm sure some of the kids might not like it but at the end of the day actually you know what my last guest uh from the uh, my last episode marcus mariota he he brought up uh he was like yeah you know we were in uniform but that was a uh, you know a way of us not worrying about having the best thing uh, best clothes wear or whatever you know kind of like you know took away the bullying of like oh, look at he's wearing something funny we're all the same you know what i mean so that's, that's kind of a like a good aspect or a good way to see it you know let's move on to the the next uh, prompt students fail because of their demographic situation
0: i mean we can't this is a tough one man it is. like i i don't think <laughs> i don't think they're failing because their demographics do I think it plays an aspect and a part in it? Yeah. Are, are you seeing kids that like? I think we talked about this. Like back where at Rochester, New York, where right near where I grew up, um, it was like maybe 10 years ago now. And I looked up their stats. Now they're better. They've gotten. They've improved a lot. But it was 60% of the inner city kids were dropping out. Um, and then 90 some percent of those kids, 92, 93%, were living below the poverty Rate with like. 25000 or less for a family income. So does it play a part? Yep, yep it does. Um, But is it why they're failing? No, I think what they're failing because systems failing in that spe- aspect. Like, you know, you can't. I just think it sucks. I can't say it any other way that funding to schools is based on your zip code. Like, um. I think it's Virginia or West Virginia them the Commonwealth state where they take all the state tax money and pool it and equally distribute it among the schools. Something like that I think is better. It levels playing field and then you're not so stressed on, like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, right. I, I, I agree. You know, it's, a, it's definitely a hit or miss or, you know, it depends. You know, every person is different, you know, but I think for me, I think at the end of the day, it's up to that kid. Or whoever it is it's really up to the kid to make a decision to fail or fail or fail or not fail or succeed you know what i'm saying there's there's so much people out in the world who's successful whether or not they're successful in sports or in the entertainment business or uh, politics or whatever or they're a doctor or whatever they made that decision to even though where they live you know in poverty or whatever they still dug down deep and made it happen you know what i'm saying so it's like for me at the end of the day, it's up to you if you want to be successful or not, no yep, matter
0: no matter what. <laughs> 100% right on that. I mean, and there's, you know, I guess I just look at it as like, I'm such a nurturer and a caregiver. So I yeah. see it, like, and I see some of these struggles that kids go through. And I've seen some of the struggles that my friends went through. And, yeah, they face a little bit more. They have a little bit more stress. There's a little more things. But you're 100% right. Like, it's 100%. Individual, like, do you want it or do you not? Are yeah. you going to get up and grind, grind even harder the next day if you're not doing well that day or whatever? Yeah.
1: You know what? So yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna get sucked in into the peer pressure of, I don't know, living the street life or joining this gang because I don't know, maybe a brother or cousin joined it. You know what I mean? Or don't yeah, get me wrong, I, whoever it's whoever's watching, don't get me wrong. Like, no, no, I get I...
0: what you're saying. <laughs> um, I get, I get what you're saying. And I, I, I feel what you're saying, but. I feel like a lot of that too is just you know when you talk to kids like i know people that live that life um and a lot of it is they just want that acceptance they just want that yeah love and they just feel like when they walk into a school and they're being you know they don't have uniforms and they're wearing you know whatever and you know they're being stereotyped by the staff they're being stereotyped by the administration of those schools like I have my son. I don't think I shared this. I, I'm a 22 year old. I shared that, but I had him when I was 16 and a half. I was in school. I had a year and a half left of school. They didn't give me my tutor when I came back to school. They called me back down. They called over the announcements. Everybody was failing. I was failing in my first semester when I came back because I never had a tutor. I was out for six weeks. Um, Take it, you know and uh they called it over the announcements and you know they just made they shamed and guilted you so bad and then like That's i ended crazy. up oh yeah little 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 jessica was not having that <laughs> <laughs> i i it was a big thing my poor mom my poor mom like i i hope she's having so much peace where she's at right now because man i was not an easy kid to have um but i got an apology from the superintendent because i was like and that policy went away after that because i was like you can't be doing that you can't
1: Especially at a at a young age like that, like yeah, you like, you're what? just asking for kids to bully these these kids. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and you're asking for me to say f it and walk out the door and yeah. not get my diploma and yeah. not, you know, yeah. So,
1: you, I'm so you're definitely right. you're definitely right <laughs> that like you know the, the system failing. You know the uh, the kids itself or the parents or whoever's involved in just everything as far as education is 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 failing it to some degree. You know what I mean? Everybody plays yeah. a part, right?
0: we can make it better
1: we could do better for sure i mean that's that's kind of like the same thing with every aspect of life we can always make it better so let's move on to the um the next uh, prompt teachers should get paid more
0: without a doubt <laughs> without a doubt i mean i don't know how they're not like especially because you need a four-year degree mm-hmm. talked about that talked about cost of college a little bit here but you need a four-year degree to be a teacher I mean, I know some places uh, have eliminated that now just because of the shortage, but in general, you need a four-year degree or a master's degree um, to be teaching, and getting paid thirty, forty thousand 40000 starting salary is not okay, not okay yeah. in any way, shape, or form. Um, they're doing that, and their teachers and their educators, because they're passionate about it, because they love these kids, and yeah. they had a teacher, and educator, who made a difference in their life, and they want to do that for others, so yeah.
1: I, I, mean, like, I mean like i mean the 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 government says how how important education is and right? you know they're not they're not compensating the people who are actually putting forth that education to these kids
0: right you know so yeah so how how who's it important to then at that point yeah exactly and why and why
1: exactly now i definitely agree with you you know it's um you know not just the aspect of them actually paying for school to get this you know uh, um requirements to be able to teach but all of the work that's behind it you know like like i like i just mentioned like if, if education is so important you know this should be like one of the top paying jobs you know what i'm saying
0: oh i agree i i i wanted to teach um but i mean i have a family of four i need to make enough money to be able to support my family i want to leave generational wealth. Like I wanted to be a third grade teacher, fourth grade teacher, like I love it. I love being with kids I Love all so, day long with the realest people.
1: So my next question is now, is it the same for coaches? Because coaches, as far as sports, they do teach a lot too, not just the sports itself, but life lessons and how to be a better person, how to how to maneuver through life using their skills that they, they've learned in, in sporting, you know what I mean? Would you maybe, maybe not the same caliber, but.
0: No, but I feel like coaches, coaches are educators too. Mm -hmm. Like, um, it's just a different, different type of education. And I think it's a necessary education. Like we talked about shop class and everything like that. Like, I think sports should be uh, mandated, but maybe so. Maybe everybody should be picking something, um, within their limitations and things like that. I mean, you don't want to make anybody feel any type of way. About anything like if they're not athletically inclined but mm-hmm. especially for young men especially um and the reason i'm talking about that is i have sons so and i look at this society and i look at the way the world is is lacking lacking that aspect that those young men need um to have that group structure that team those team building skills how to grind how to overcome how to how to run your gas tank out And if run it out again and run it out again and get that, like what you talked about how being an individual and having that drive to be successful. A lot of that I think comes from sports. I I love sports. I played sports. My kids play sports. It's just, I feel like that's important. I feel like it's crucial. I think coaches and educators and teachers really should be getting a lot more, a lot more recognition, a lot more pay. They do See, I'm on the,
1: I'm on the same page as you, but there is, I forgot where I saw this from, but there is a lot of schools. Um, and communities that are are trying to you know, petition to to stop these sports programs because it's taking too much funds for you know, from the that they could use for actual education and you know, putting it towards these sports programs. like what do you what do you say about that?
0: So about actual education, but what what kind of education <laughs> are we talking about? like exactly. what's actual what is the definition of that? Like can you can can we get a definition of that from what they're talking about? because honestly, Not everybody is going to be good at sports. Not everybody is going to be good at math. Not everybody is going to be good at one thing or another. That's why I think it's so important and I think it's vital that in these education systems that we're offering every possible avenue for these kids to explore. Because we talk about, you know, self-esteem. We talk about, you know, how easy it would be to give up because they're being kind of put in. You're trying to put all these kids in uh, square pegs and round holes or. What vice versa or whatever. And it's just not for everybody. So yeah, for sure. yeah I, don't, I don't think, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right to do away with athletics or uh, art or music or any of that.
1: I mean, I mean, I, so, so some of their arguments, you know, is, is, is about, you know, a lot of these, you know, boosters are only wanting to funding sports and not wanting to, you know, see these, you know, the boosters. they're saying that like the boosters are only seeing these kids as athletes and not student athletes. Which is understandable, you know, there is, you know, kind of greedy people out there that they only see, you know, things on one end of the spectrum where it's really, you know, a whole thing. You know, what we're trying to do with these kids in, in schooling is preparing them for life in general, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And like like you said, you know, doing that to give, uh, uh, give them all the different aspects that we can, you know, to, to help them grow as a person, right? and whether it be sports uh, art or music or actual education you know schooling you know learning math english science all that shebang right um you know giving them the the most opportunities that they can you know whatever but some of the boosters that do you know donate to sporting stuff could they donate to the actual school itself yeah they could you know but you know at the end of the day it's their money they can do what they want with it right so exactly (laughs)
0: I just I don't I don't see what they're saying like about how yeah no I don't like I don't agree with it I don't agree yeah. with that at all it's more I think it's like... I think it's I mean I get why they're saying it and how they feel like people might be excluded but should we exclude those kids because some other kids feel excluded now we're yeah. getting into this and we're no
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do to get into that
1: let's just find a way to you know Make all, it, get
0: along. Like, all, all get, get, get along. along.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all get along. And like you said, you know, if, if we're able to give the most opportunities in different aspects, you know, then we cast a wider net, really. Yeah. We need
0: to <laughs> teach communications in high school, obviously, like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> critical thinking, yeah, all exactly.
1: that. Good stuff. So uh, let's move on to the next prompt. Pretty big one. You know, college should be free.
0: You know what, I I said that, and I talked to in front of my 12-year-old when I was reading these prompts and looking at it and thinking about it, and he goes, nope. And I said, why? And I was like, he's like, well, because, I mean, then everybody would go. And I was like, well, what's wrong with that? I was like, do you honestly think everybody would go? He's like, no. I was like, see? (laughs) So even if it was free, not everybody would go, and not everybody needs to go for what they want to do. So I'm all for it being free, and if they could wipe out my student debt, that would be cool.
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure we all would want that, but I think it's, I think it's more of a, for me, I think it's more, maybe not necessarily free, but maybe it should be kind of like, how well, affordable, but I think colleges should be run like how trade schools are run. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it makes so much sense. Like if colleges should be just like for those big uh, career fields, like lawyers, doctors, where you actually need these. You know, to be book yeah. uh, um uh, book smart, you know what I'm saying.
0: So have specialized colleges, exactly. so like have a college that's strictly for lawyers, have a college that's strictly for doctors. Like I mean, they, they do have
1: those, right? But
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, each college you look at is going to have an area that they excel at, like an area that that's their you know claim to fame.
1: But but I think I think for like lawyers or just law, law practicing practicing law or practicing uh medicine should be like a trade like how they treat it with, with construction or plumbing or, uh, I agree 100% because
0: like we said, you can graduate at the bottom of your class and still not be awesome (laughs) being a doctor. Either you got it or you don't, man, let's go to apprenticeships. Let's go back to that. Um, I was looking at it, the new, the system that it is now student loans started in 1965, the way, and then they just revamped them in 1993. So this is all relatively new. Mm-hmm. Like all, all this system and the way it's set up is a relatively new thing. And, you know, how did we resolve the whole debt ceiling, you know, without, you know, defaulting on our debts is because they're opening it back up to take student loan payments, which was, I think there's, it was 5 billion a month That's
1: that crazy. they make
0: 5 billion a month. Like I can't even, I'll never see that amount of money in my life. Like
1: I don't think maybe, I will. maybe I will, <laughs> will. We'll, <see>, right?
0: <laughs> we'll see, but, we'll um, see yeah it's just crazy to me but yeah no i think it should be affordable i don't think it should be i mean i had to put myself through school um started college when i was 17 and uh i'm on the 20-year plan for my student loans (laughs)
1: well it's, it's more of a like like you said affordable but you know doable for us to get into whatever career field and and you know the payment should reflect what the actual salary that we're getting but that's the issue too, right? A lot of people get these different degrees and they're not even in their career field that the degree is for.
0: Because they're forcing you, like our generation, like, yeah, I graduated at 17. Like, how am I supposed to know exactly what I want to do for the rest of my life at 17? Yeah. You know, I knew I wanted to help people. My first my first uh, semester of school was criminal justice. Um, I wanted to actually go into OSI in the Air Force. Uh, and I had my kid young, so I wasn't leaving my baby. So I did criminal justice, and then I thought I'd go into behavioral sciences. Um, I love that stuff. I love talking to people. I love figuring things out. I know I want to help people. Um, that's about all I knew. I didn't know what what route to do, what thing, and even New York, going for um, went to a community college. It was costing me eighteen hundred dollars a semester way back then, like and for community college in New York.
1: I mean, I I was on, I'm on the same boat as you. That's You know, I, I realized that giving back or helping people, you know, in whatever aspect in life, you know, that was kind of what made me happy. So yeah, whether, whether it be coaching or, or, you know, like what I'm doing now, you know, I'm helping blind people kind of readjust their life to, you know, now, now they used to be able to, they used to have sight. Now they're, now they're blind. So I'm helping people that way and just putting smiles on people's faces. That's really what. I really want to do in life, so uh, right.
0: And how can you put a price tag on that? And we're not getting the salaries we we should be making out here. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a that's a totally big topic. That's that's one of those topics where I feel like we need, maybe a whole t- yeah, ten people in the room to talk about-
0: <laughs> and a whole hour just to talk about it because there's yeah. so many viewpoints of that, so many ways you can go. But bottom line, should it be free at a four year level? Yeah, I don't see why we can't make it free or more affordable. Um, yeah. Because it's not going to take away from what it is. It's not going to take that work away. You're yeah. going to have to put in the work regardless. And that's yeah, why my son, sure. my 12-year-old is like, nope, they got to pay for it. They got to earn it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I mean, I like, get they, it.
1: I get they, it.
0: right anyway, like we're ruthless out here today, I guess. But, um, but I see what he's saying and I see what people say with that. But you still have to do the work. So gotta yeah. do all that work.
1: Exactly. Which kind of leads me to the next prompt. College is more... And I think this is kind of towards the government or, you know, the the whole system, right? Um, College is more about money rather than education for students.
0: You know, we already kind of touched on this a little bit Mm -hmm. um, through everything else um, because it plays a part in all of it. Like everything, uh, they always say, follow the money, right? (laughs) You want to know the answer to something? Follow the money. Um, So is it a business? Yeah, it's a business. It's a big business. Um, But is it all about that? I don't think so. Um, I think some schools... Some schools are all about the money. Some schools are all about the bottom line. Some schools could care less who you are, what your family's life's about, what you're going to school for, how you like what I do in my everyday life and what I talk to students and, you know, um, when I talk to you, what was one of the first things I asked? It's like, what do you want like from this? And like, I'm honest with my students. I had a student call me the other day and said they wanted to be an RN, not the place for you. Uh, You don't need to spend money on a four-year degree to be an RN. Look at a trade school. Look at a community college. Look at something like that. I try my best to be honest and help people. And I know that that's the philosophy where I work. And I feel fortunate for that because I know there's some places that that's not the philosophy. It's about that money. So, yeah, it's a business, but I don't think it's all about that. And I, I don't know if that's just my little Pollyanna view and not wanting to let go of that. But I feel like education is something important. It's something that should be valued um, above the monetary amount.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, I totally agree. And uh, I wish that, you know, all the university counselors, you know, have the same mindset as you. I know a lot of other, I don't know them personally, but I know it has happened, you know, with other students where they, they'll call in and say, hey, I want to be an RN. And you straight up said like, oh, this is not the place for you. Or it wouldn't be smart for you to, to come here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just... It just makes sense. You know what I mean? Like at some point you got to pull out your humanity and really like kind of tell yourself, is this, am I really helping this person be successful by telling them this? You know what I mean?
0: Exactly. And I don't think that serves anybody, anybody. Well, if you're not and anything you do, if you can't approach it with humanity and kindness and love, then you ought to reevaluate what you're doing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) so that brings us to the 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 last prompt but uh before before we bring um we talk about the last prompt, guys i just want to shout out to all of you guys thank you guys so much for listening in thank you guys for you know sticking with us on the episode i know school is a, a pretty big topic um if you guys have any thoughts on any of the prompts today that you know we talked about please feel free to comment down below tell us your guys thoughts and let's have a conversation you know we'll, we'll keep it civil yeah. we'll keep it civil but <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll you know we're 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 adult enough to to have a civil conversation you know we'll we'll make sure we keep that middle ground and um you know agree to disagree all that stuff but yeah again i appreciate you guys if you guys are new here you know this is the podcast called the super deep podcast make sure you like this video subscribe to the channel and uh hit the notification button so that you don't miss any episode that airs which airs on every wednesday And, um, you know, if you guys on Spotify, please uh, follow the podcast, you know, listen to the shows on there or watch it, you know, Spotify is video now and uh, do me a favor and uh, rate the show if you guys possibly can. And um, yeah, we're going to move on to the final prompt, you know, Jessica, again, you know, really glad that you're here, you know, pretty good insights on uh, each prompt, but the final prompt.
0: (laughs) You don't got to lie to kick it. No, 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 for (laughs) real. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I I don't like it all the time.
1: Final prompt. People don't need a degree. To be successful
0: 100 true you don't you don't need a degree to be successful um i think we talked about this throughout the thread too it just depends on what you want to do where your success lies i mean um, there's a lot of options out there to be successful without a degree but i mean if you look at the statistics they tell you you know you're 33 percent more likely to be, whatever it is, the numbers are out there and they're astronomical with what they say that you're going to be earning at a four year degree versus. I think it's 21% more, but I mean that's, I don't know where they're getting that from because you, like you said, it's on the individual person. Um, my husband, like he's a phenomenal machinist. He taught himself. He's self-taught, self-taught to be a machinist running those lathes running those mathematical equations, like at fractions, at tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of fractions and dialing that in and doing that. He taught himself that you can be successful running a business, doing that. You could be successful as an artist. You could be successful so many different ways. I just yeah. feel like there's just not one way to be successful. And um, I think for our generation, being told having that four year degree was the only way to success. Was a surefire way to a lot of anxiety, depression, and disappointment, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. It was. Yeah. I mean, I think you know. I think with that, right? You know, I think it was because of some good examples that people set pretty good examples as far as using their college degree and being successful. And so it was just in that that time where you know people would see that and they're like, okay, that's what my kid needs to do. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. that played a big part into it instead of, you know, them feeling like they're being brainwashed, I guess, that, like, college is yeah, the no. Way.
0: <laughs> no, 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 for sure. Not like that at all. But, uh, like I said, my dad was a trade worker, um, and he worked at Cornell University, um, which is a prestigious school, um, research school in New York, and uh, he works along doctors and he was treated differently because he wasn't a doctor he was mm. you know he wanted better for us kids and he wanted more for us and i think that's what the premise was behind that and pushing us kids to do that um right right uh, and i think also a lot of it was too is there were so many people in the trades post world war ii you know manufacturing was huge and the trades were huge and then you had so many people working the trades all those jobs were filled and so then they're looking oh well I'm the guy doing this for the doctor down the road and they're living, you know what I mean? So they saw people living, you know, better and wanted that for us. So, I mean, college has its place and um, college can help you be successful. Like uh, when I grew up, I decided recently that I'm going to be applied behavioral analyst, you know, along, I'm sticking with my university counseling. I love it, but I want to own the consulting business doing applied behavioral analysis. So, you know, I got to go back to school for two more years. Get my fifteen hundred hours, do my licensure, pay for my licensure. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be a grind. But you know, I decided that's where I want to go, and that's how I can serve people and be happy.
1: Well, so you you uh, you know you know your path, and you know I'm sure you know from the, the little time that I've you know known you, and you gonna get there for sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I will. I might be fifty, but I'm gonna get there. <laughs>
1: so those so those are all the prompts and you know with with uh every guest as you've you know probably seen on the the podcast we we like to end the show with the guest telling us um you know what is one saying that you try to live by so what is one saying that you try to live by
0: i have two big ones that i try to live by um and instill in my kids and myself um the golden rule honestly treat others how you want to be treated as a big one for me and then the other one is Keep your mind, you know, keep your thoughts, be mindful of your thoughts, be mindful of your words, be mindful of your actions, because that becomes your character. It's a big one for me, those two.
1: That's a, a second one. That's a, the first one I've always lived by that, you know, I tried to. Yeah. And then the second one, that's, that's a really, really good one. You know, I never really thought of it that way, you know, being mindful. I mean, so my high school, you know, our, our model for my high school was mindful and faithful because we're a private and Catholic school. So mindful and faithful, that was our, our, our saying or our motto. And so I've always had that in my, my, you know, upbringing was, you know, being mindful of my thoughts, being mindful of my actions, of everything. But I never saw it like that to where everything that you do, as far as thoughts, you, what you think, what you say, what you do, you know, reflects your character. Mm -hmm. So that, that makes a lot of sense. That was deep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, Yeah. i I think about it a lot like if you think about it like your thoughts become what comes out of your mouth what comes out of your mouth becomes your actions and your actions are who you are
1: who you are at that moment you know and obviously you know emotions come into play situations come into play and you know some people may act differently or whatever but you know whatever
0: the golden rule
1: exactly exactly so
0: like if i'm having a bad day and being a total a-hole like uh, please be nice to me obviously i'm having a bad day <laughs> and i'll be nice as yeah. po- you know so
1: yeah with everything you know say a situation happens right and you have bad thoughts and then you say bad things and you do bad things or whatever and then you show this whole side of you that people may think that this is your character don't don't let that define your character
0: no 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 you can no, always no. bounce back from that exactly you can reset you can hit reset on that 20 30 40 times a day if you need to yeah there's no there's no set um but i just try to tell myself before i say those things before (laughs) those (laughs) things come out of my mouth Uh, my mom sat down to me and told me i had to learn text. i was like so you want me to lie (laughs) (laughs) and that's that's what i was working with as a kid so i've just always been very honest about things and sometimes my honesty isn't the honesty of everybody else you know what i mean
1: right right you uh you know everybody has their own truth and exactly so well yeah ladies and gentlemen that is the end of the podcast the end of the episode so you know before we you know start to land this plane jessica you have any final words for anybody me or whoever millions of viewers
0: honestly um we talked a lot about school and you know everybody's getting out of school for the summer and so nobody wanted to talk about school but <laughs> there's a lot of positives to it. There's really a lot of positives to it, and it's up to your individual self, uh, like Star said, about how 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 you're going to see your education through. So if your school's not offering shop class, I I am implore you to explore um, different avenues of education, find what's right for you, and find what your truth is for that. And you know, no, it might shift. I mind shifted four or five times from archaeologist to lawyer to You know, going into behavioral sciences to helping, like, be Uh be kind to yourself, give yourself grace, and find out what's right for you. There's not one set path.
1: Yep, for sure. At the end of the day, just know school is important. Don't don't get Mm -hmm. us wrong. Just know that there is a plethora. How's my how's my English? My dictionary. A plethora. Reading
0: education. (laughs) Word of the day, guys.
1: There's a plethora of options. There's a plethora plethora of opportunities so don't get stuck to one if you do fail at one don't think that you're going to fail on the next one or the next one or the no. next one yeah as we as we end the show i'ma i'ma do my co-host a favor and say what she says i'm probably not going to say it word for word but basically what she always says is to be unapologetically yourself with that guys we'll catch you guys next week on the next episode and uh thank you guys again for watching Yes, sir.